Welcome, welcome to the Business of You. Today we are having one of our microsodes, which is a short conversation I have with one of my teammates at the Brand ID, a company I founded 15 years ago. We love sharing the behind the scenes of some of the work that we do, the lessons we learn, things we're encountering with our clients in an effort to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy today's episode of The Business of You. When a client comes to me asking for help with their personal brand or potential client, I should say, their biggest pain point is they do a lot of things, they do a lot of things well, and they don't know how to communicate everything in a way that's concise and cohesive and clear. They think they sound like they're all over the map. And in some cases they do. Um, And the other part of it is, well, two other parts. One is it actually detracts from their confidence, this inability to communicate who they are and what they do clearly. And then the third thing is they're often reluctant to try to attract attention to build their business, sell their services, sell their products, or, you know, build their brand. So they often come and ask for help on positioning, clearly communicating what they do, clarity around who their target audience is and how to communicate, how to sell to them. Uh, And most of the time, aside from the personal brand or the brand strategy, whether it's a company or a personal brand, those types of projects are going to culminate into a website. And what I... One thing I always share with people is, you know, the first thing somebody's going to do when they're looking for services that you might offer, or if you're a personal brand, they're going to Google your name, they are going to look at your online presence, and they are going to look to see if you have a website, and what that website looks like says a lot about, communicates a lot about how doing business with you might be like. Sure, we can all tell those websites that were built in the 90s. (laughs) And we have an assumption about what that is. I want to speak to kind of what you said about uh, personal brand is people almost don't want to sell themselves. There's a common misconception that, oh, if I talk about myself too much, I'm full of myself. But it's exactly opposite of what you need in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That comes up all the time. That and the other piece that comes up is... I'm an introvert and I'm not comfortable really putting myself out there. And to that, I say, so am I. So I get it. And to your point, I, you know, explain or we all explain that you don't have to be some sort of extrovert. And this isn't about your ego. This is really about just getting clear on who you are, what you do, who you serve, what results you get for them, and then finding ways to communicate that consistently and um, well, consistently in message, but consistently in time. So it has to be out there. Your messaging has to be out there so many times before somebody even grasps it. In fact, the latest stats I heard is somebody needs to hear something eight times before they actually grasp it. And so you have to find then the platforms where your target audience is and make yourself visible on those platforms. 
So you don't need to become like a social media expert and be visible everywhere because that's a full-time job. But you have to find where your potential clients are and communicate in a way that will be easy for your potential clients to consume, consume that content, whether it's a blog, a newsletter, a LinkedIn newsletter, social media posts, could be something completely um, analog too, right? Again, like just depending Mm -hmm. on the type of business you are. How can social media enhance your personal brand? Certainly with Instagram, it feels clear because often it's a single person who's putting pictures of themselves, of their family out there. Mm -hmm. But how does that also work for a business brand or even a business that's built around a single person? Yeah. If you think about most of the big social media platforms, there's already so much traffic there. And if you use them in a way where you tag people or use certain hashtags, those are really simple and no cost ways to increase the volume of who sees your content, right? So if I write a post on Facebook and I tag you, then people that you're friends with will potentially see that. You know, and of course, there's like a whole bunch of other things that um, kick the algorithm into optimizing the views on our content. But again, the reason you're on a social media platform is because there's already a built-in audience there. The one you already have and the domino effect of connecting with others, companies, individuals who have visibility on those platforms. But the goal of, in my opinion, of social is to bring that traffic back to your website because that's where the transaction can take place. But on social media, certainly you can convert somebody from a cold lead to a warm lead or a warm lead to coming into your ecosystem and learning more. A couple other things about social media. It's such an easy space to communicate your thought leadership and to Mm. build relationships, right? Yes. And to build an individual's credibility is a big one, your authority in your field. Totally. Because if somebody Googles you, most of the time, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, like any major platform that exists is going to rank the highest in Google when you're put somebody's name in a Google search too. I do want to speak to um, search engine optimization, SEO, something I tell people, especially maybe um, someone who's got a great personal brand, but for whatever reason, doesn't want a website. In some ways, a good way to have a site is to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is very filled out. The way that Google ranks pages is it will always rank a page it trusts first. So if your website has been around for a while, has credibility, then absolutely that might come up first. But if you Google anyone famous actor, so if you Google Meryl Streep actress, if you Google George Clooney actor, IMDb will come up first. Even though there's a ton of content online for those people, it like Google knows that like, oh, if they're looking for an actor, it's probably their IMDb. Um, so it's something to be uh, conscious of from the analytics perspective and search engine optimization is the kind of cross-pollination of like social media and websites is you want to make sure that those platforms that we all know are also enhancing your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Great points. Great points. In fact, something we do a lot for our clients is we'll write their bios for their social platforms. We'll design their background so there's a cohesive look and feel between their website and their social platforms. Because we want people to also just visually 
see the connection between people's assets online because that does communicate, hey, I really got my act together, right? When someone sees that that cohesiveness on the different platforms. And it ties into another big one, email marketing as well. On the email marketing, social can be used as a great way to build your list, right? Your email list. And you certainly want to get somebody again back to your website so you can get their email because social media platforms can change again, their algorithms, and you don't really own the ability to communicate with someone or that content that you're communicating, by the way, right? Even if it's under your profile, that content can disappear, You can get canceled just like that. If you drive the traffic back to your website, capture that email, move into a newsletter or an email, doesn't even, right, of some sort, there's still no better way to continually warm and build relationships with strangers, right, um, than through email. It's still the best way to do that. What goes into what you would call a personal brand on a website, email marketing, social media, LinkedIn bio or image? You know, it's it's obviously, you know, partly what we see and partly what we read. Yeah. Yeah. So on a website, on the homepage, there's a good bit of strategy that goes into a homepage based on, again, like what that person is selling or offering. Is it just a thought leadership website? Is it a service-based website? Is it a product-based website? But typically at the top of the page, we want a potential client to see themselves in it. You want to make your audience the hero, kind of the subject matter of your website. And then as you go deeper down the page or further down the page, by the end, you want to switch gears and talk a little bit about yourself. I call it put like a little peekaboo window of who, who you are. Um, But again, that should go further down the page. And then the second most read page on any website is the about page. And on about pages, when our writers uh, write about pages for our clients, they're not just writing a narrative of a resume. They're really picking up interesting tidbits about somebody and weaving a web, telling a story of that person's life in a way that connects the dots for their reader to understand how they got to what they do. It builds their credibility. It builds their reputation because we want that no like and trust factor to be increased the more they read your website. Um, and of course, know how you can help them and what results you can get for them uh, based on what you're, you're offering. Definitely storytelling connects. Con- crafting a compelling narrative, a personal story, it's such a powerful tool in not only personal branding, but creating an emotional connection with your audience. Yeah, so true. So true. Um, And the other other factor too is, again, on a website, uh, besides building the personal brand, we'll want to put a call to action in. We want to ask people what actions to take throughout the website, not just in one place on the website. Because again, remember, people need to hear or read things eight times before they it sticks in their mind. But we also have to invite people to take an action because it just doesn't naturally occur to somebody, oh, I should do this next. So the more you can spell that out, 
And the clearer you can be, the better it is, and the more likely you are to get somebody to take the action you want them to take. Certainly, that's why personal branding, as you've said many times, uh, is great. But personal branding plus strategy is even better. Yeah, totally. And implementation with strategy is the winning formula to getting found online. Well, to end with a quote, because you know I love it. (laughs) Your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Jeff Bezos. Awesome. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Rachel. See you on the next one. I hope you enjoyed this microsode. And if you know a friend who may benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. I'd also love it if you subscribed to the show and left a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time. If you've been thinking to yourself, I wish I had a personal brand that was easy to articulate and really captured all that I do, then look no further. Check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for a brand strategy session. We work with thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, and speakers all the time. And we have been doing this for nearly 15 years. We love the work we do, and we would be so honored to help you uncover and define your personal brand. So check out www.thebrandid.com today and sign up for your brand discovery session.